What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. The San Francisco Police Department is collaborating with the Northern California Fusion Center without any written agreement about boundaries of the surveillance. We're joined this morning by Dave Mass, Investigations Director at the Electronic Frontier Foundation based in the city, San Francisco. And uh, he's been with the organization since 2013. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. Thanks for coming on the show and for your work. Uh, How did Fusion Centers come to be and what is their purpose? So fusion centers were started uh, in the years after 9-11 to facilitate information sharing between local, state, and federal law enforcement. Uh, During 9-11 and the the research afterwards, uh, you know, federal investigators found that there was a gaps in communication you know, know, between various law enforcement agencies. And so over the years, uh, you know, fusion centers were formed. There's 79 of them across the United States, and they're designed to, you know, facilitate the flow of information between various agencies. And some of them have different missions than others. Some of them monitor video camera networks. Some of them monitor protesters, to be honest. Uh, Some of them coordinate license plate readers and social media monitoring and drones. It's a wide variety variety of tasks depending on where you are. And across the country, how many of these fusion centers are in existence? Oh, there are 79 uh, across the United States, in every state. Uh, and some states have multiple ones, like California. And for, let's, let's talk about that. For the Northern California Fusion Center, what agencies are a part of their system? Um, so NICRIC, as it's called, the Northern California Regional Information Center, uh, has basically everyone in the Bay Area. You know, if you're a law enforcement agency in the Bay Area, you usually participate in the Fusion Center program. And what is the normal protocols for how Fusion Centers are supposed to interact with local policing institutions? What are the requirements of these engagements, specifically uh, in Northern California? So uh, under federal guidelines, as well as the rules of the local fusion center, every agency that participates is supposed to sign a memorandum of understanding and data sharing agreement that regulates you know, what information is shared, how it's protected, what everyone's responsibilities are. You know, this is a fairly standard thing. I mean, anyone in law enforcement across the United States is going to be familiar with these kinds of agreements because they're crucial to protecting criminal justice information. And what's SFPD doing? (laughs) So uh, a few years ago, back in 2020, we put in a public records request under the San Francisco Sunshine Ordinance to learn about the relationship between SFPD and NICRIC. And we were looking for a copy of this agreement or any agreement spelling out the relationship. And they told us we couldn't find any records. We couldn't find any records. And lo and behold, two years later, they released emails that showed that they never had that agreement in place. This is despite SFPD having two liaisons assigned to the Fusion Center, the police chief being the director of the board or the chairman of the board of directors for the Fusion Center. They just never signed this sort of thing. They have nothing in writing whatsoever saying what their responsibilities are and how they're going to protect data. But, but to your point, they, they have staff assigned to handle these engagements. So they're well aware of what the laws are. They're just ignoring them, correct? Oh, yeah. No, this is just another example of SSPD uh, skirting the rules, not doing best practices, ignoring you know what is essentially the standards for everyone across the country when it comes to fusion centers. Again, these are federal guidelines. 
And and for your initial records uh, request, SFPD was less than forthcoming. Is that correct? Oh, my gosh. So we had read a piece <laughs> in the San Francisco Chronicle that showed that SFPD had been submitting images of suspects to Nick Rick, and then Nick Rick had potentially been running face recognition on these images and then sending results back to SFPD. Um, and in San Francisco, there is a prohibition on using face recognition. So this seriously concerned us. And at first they gave us no records, then we filed the complaint, and then they were like, oh, well, we reevaluated. here, have some records. Then the complaint progressed, and the Sunshine Ordinance Task Force found them in violation of both the municipal code as well as the California Public Records Act, and then they turned over more information. I mean, this has been a long, drawn-out process now that's gone over for more than a year and a half. Um, and so, you know, what we've got here is SFPD not only, uh, you know, violating protocols for fusion centers, but also violating the California Public Records Act and potentially violating the face recognition ban in San Francisco. Dave Mass, from where you sit, you're perched at EFF. What are your concerns about these kinds of practices um, when we're seeing surveillance being used in this way, not tracked, not documented, just collected on the people? I mean, we had Brian Hofer on uh, last week to talk about um, SFPD is about to have access to people's private uh, security uh, footage. So what we're concerned about is having a police department that is extremely irresponsible and doesn't have qualms about, uh, you know, surveilling people engaged in their First Amendment rights to protest. And so, you know, what kind of controls can we have over an agency that is just ignoring the rules, that just doesn't seem to care that there are rules to begin with? And then we have a board of supervisors that is considering uh, expanding the powers of this agency, despite them not earning the public trust. You just had a speaker on talking about how their DNA program was misused to, to you know, investigate a rape survivor. And that's just astounding that, that the board of supervisors would get at the SFPD their trust and more powers. Now, for background on this camera issue, you know, back in 2020, we discovered that San Francisco Police Department had been monitoring uh, business district cam cameras downtown during the uh, protests against uh, violence, uh, police violence, um, uh, following the, uh, the death of George Floyd. And from our point of view, this violated the surveillance ordinance in San Francisco, and we have filed a lawsuit against SFPD over it. And then in response, you have Mayor London Breed leading the charge to, you know, essentially undermine our lawsuit, undermine the surveillance ordinance by just sort of retroactively or, you know, moving forward, giving the police department the ability to access private cameras, not just by these business districts that have installed cameras everywhere, but, you know, having the ability for them to request uh, access to individual people's cameras, whether that's they're just surveillance cameras at their home or ring cameras attached to their, their front doors. That's uh, that's. T terrifying as you think about all of these things coming together. You talked about the San Francisco ordinance. I believe it's called Proposition B. Break down for our listeners what is inside of that ordinance. Like, how are they supposed to be behaving? So, under the current ordinance, SFPD is supposed to come to the Board of Supervisors with a 
policy. So this is before they acquire a new surveillance technology. They are supposed to come to the Board of Supervisors with a proposed policy, with a privacy impact assessment, and then the Board of Supervisors gets to do the thumbs up, thumbs down about whether the San Francisco Police Department uh, is able to acquire that technology and use it you know, uh, as proposed. This allows for community engagement. This allows for negotiation between privacy groups and, and, and law enforcement. But it also means that there's somebody accountable uh, at the ballot box over the surveillance technology. Now, with something like to go back to the Fusion Center in NICRIC, one of the elements of the ordinance is that if there is going to be an agreement between law enforcement agencies that involve surveillance, or if there is going to be a, uh, some sort of agreement, or even if it's just a spoken agreement that allows an outside entity to re regularly give uh, surveillance-derived information to the police department, that has to go to this process. And so you know, if SFPD wanted to sign this agreement like it's supposed to with uh, the Fusion Center, that would have to go through a public process and we would all have the chance to ring in on what that policy should look like or whether there should be any kind of uh, partnership at all. Could agree with you more that everybody needs to weigh in some concerns, however, about it just seems like uh, even in progressive San Francisco here in Oakland, right, people are so manipulated by the headlines that there's all of this so-called crime that folks are really throwing away their civil liberties uh, in the name of supposed promised safety. Well, I mean, I don't know if everyone's uh, doing that. Certainly businesses uh, have an interest in, in trying to undermine these ordinances and to give away the civil liberties of their customers and people who live around those businesses, for sure. Um, but I don't think there's a whole lot of evidence that these uh, cameras are going to prevent crime uh, or any of these well, technologies are really <laughs> going to prevent crime. Yeah, no, I mean... That's the uh, point, right, Dave? I mean, that's the point. They're not going to make people any safer. Actually, they make us much, much less safe. No, absolutely, especially if they're collecting data and they don't have the very basic, you know, ground level, the floor uh, data protections in place. You know, we've seen fusion centers get breached, you know, with the Blue Leaks um, uh, data breach a few years ago. We've seen all sorts of information make it onto, onto the Internet simply because of, of lack of security practices in law enforcement. All right. You all published my last question, Dave. You all published a piece uh, on September 15th, uh, a call to action for SFPD to end the relationship with the Northern California Fusion Center and the way it's playing out right now. Where does this call to action go next? Is there a public call out? You've got about 60 seconds. Uh, so we put it out there. Uh, I think that this should be part of the discussion moving forward with the uh, changes to the ordinance. Our hope is that SFPD will do the right thing and the Board of Supervisors will um, push them to do the right thing. But also we hope the Board of Supervisors looks at this incident just like it looks at the, uh, the misuse of rape victim DNA and says, you know what, SFPD, you haven't earned our trust. We're not giving you more powers. In fact, we're going to start reining you in. Yeah, I hope that's what happens, too, because I'm not holding my breath around SFPD doing the right thing. Dave Mass, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Dave Mass is the investigations director at the Electronic Frontier Foundation based in San Francisco. He has been with the organization since 2013. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law & Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. 
The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Rask and the Fort Knox Five. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam. <laughs>